Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Take Off with John Clark, presented by Rivers Casino. And look, we're all still thinking about the Eagles collapse how disappointing this season ended so much hope so let's bring in a former great eagle who was down in tampa we actually flew back on the same plane and there were a lot of miserable eagles fans let's bring in hollis thomas hollis how you doing i'm doing pretty good man i i've been better um yeah after eagles lost i, I know you even when i played uh, after eagles lost it was uh you just didn't feel you just didn't feel right. Put it that way. And I, yeah. and I, I think that's a I think. But a lot of people, I think, um, saw this coming. I didn't want to believe it. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things right now where where uh, before this game came about. Um, I, and, I, and I told you this when I saw you that I didn't think that they should do a bit of house cleaning. But after watching this game and uh, watching the players not believe in what they that, what, not believe in what they're doing. Uh, I think it's time to clean house and get somebody in there that they uh, can respect and believe. Because is if you don't, if the player doesn't believe in what they're going to do, what we've been getting these last six or seven weeks is what happened. So right now, obviously Nick Sirianni is going to be meeting with Eagles owner Jeff Lurie, and it kind of feels like the situation with Doug Peterson, where Jeff Lurie probably wants a better coaching staff in place. Or hey, how are we going to fix this? But you think that Nick should lose his job? I don't think Nick should lose his job. I think that he should go with because if, if he should lose his job, he should lose his job if he's not on board with uh, getting a better coach now. That 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 as, as like if if you think about it, he's a, he's a good leader. He hasn't really lost. It's like the epic collapse is what we're talking about. And if you don't believe that it needs to be fixed, then you don't need to be here. I was like everybody. If Stevie Wonder can see what transpired, I was like you you went from. You went from a, a feared a feared squad to everybody doing the exact same thing to you week in and week out, and you trying offensively. You have a you have a, one of the most physically imposing offensive lines in the NFL, and and one of the most dynamic backs in the NFL. And he touches the ball ten times. And you and a team you beat earlier this season, and he touches the ball ten times, and the missed tackles. Come on, dude. At, at some point, you have to see the writing on the wall, and you have to. Not, hopefully, you have to stop this now. If you don't stop it now, we're in for another. We're in for an epically bad season coming up. And Hollis, we always enjoy getting your takes on A 2 D Radio and your show yes. with Irving Fryer. And you're an ambassador for the Philly sports trips. And I tell you, I see you on all the Eagles trips. And I was talking to some guys. It didn't seem like Eagles fans traveled as well for this game to Tampa. It's almost like they didn't believe. Do you, do you agree with yeah. that? 
Well, yeah, and then, you know, a lot of the people that that came uh, that was on our trip, they didn't. They, they were already transplanted down there in Tampa already. So we got a lot of people that was already down there. Because uh, as you know, my birthday was uh, last week. Uh, I got two surprise parties. One that one at Tampa Joe's. Uh, but we we got there late because due to uh, the flight being late, and uh, apparently like uh, about four or five hundred uh, Rabbit Eagles fans was waiting on me to su- give me a surprise birthday party. Uh, but and then uh, and I, we had a great tailgate and everything. But the sentiment around what we were talking to everybody was, oh, is we don't see them, we don't see them winning if they come out with the same thing. And I, I don't, I think everybody, well, you, you was at the game, right? Yeah, absolutely. As I, as, so at the game, well, after we after we got, gave up the field goal. When they came out in the spread formation, I think everybody wanted to get up and leave. When they came out in that spread formation. I think everybody. Well, I, I think because I know some people turn, some people t- turned the channel literally and went to the Flyers game. And I was like, and, and you, it's like what? It's like the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over again. If I see another damn wide receiver screen from them, I'm gonna lose my mind. I, and I was like, I was sitting there and I'm like, come on, dude. And then you think that he's gonna gonna run swift. And one guy said, after Swift touched the ball one time, it got like eight or nine yards. He said, "You're not gonna see Swift again into the third quarter." I was like, "I said, yeah. I said, you, I said, you kidding, you kidding me?" And, and he was right. He was yeah. like, you, and you, when you're that predictable offensively, you need to do something. And if Nick Sirianni tries to keep anybody from this staff, that's pretty much what happened to Doug. If if you're not willing to change the staff to make things better, then you don't need to be here. I was like, I understand. It's I, it's like either you, you want to hang with your friends. Or you want to do? Or you want to? Or you want to win football games? As you can't have, you can't have both. It's like you, you don't get, don't get teammate and homie mixed up. You can't. Uh, the 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 thing, the writing was right there, and it's like you, oh man. And then our our, our defense, man, that was in complete and utter disarray. They need a whole a whole new coaching staff and a whole new voice to to create an identity. It's like because we, I'm sick and tired of looking at we have we have a dynamic defense. And I sat, I sat at a bar during during the fourth, third or fourth quarter, writing down, writing down Jim Johnson defenses of how this, how this, how this young defensive line and these line, the linebackers, which we don't really have any linebackers, the kids flourish because if you give them assignments to do, they don't look like they're waiting. He who hesitates, you know the rest of that. I don't want to mess up your show, but he who hesitates, you know, he, the, the one thing, <laughs> one thing defensively, the one thing defensively, and we we talked about this too. Defensively is when you when you call a blitz, you notice all of our blitzes, they were just a hair late. You know why they were just a hair late? Because the guys don't believe. It's like you, when you run in a blitz, you got to believe that you're going to come free. That's the only way the blitz is going to work. Because if everybody's coming at the same time, then somebody's going to come free. And when they come free, bow, it's a sack. And you get off the field. Or you hit them or you knock the ball up in the air and it's a pick. As, but if, you, if everybody doesn't believe, you get what we're doing now. What we're doing now is we, we got a bunch of guys out there who are good athletes. You see some good athletes out there, and you see a young secondary. You have to send you have to send them to quote unquote hunt. If you don't if you don't hunt, we get what we got now. If the the um the worst part is hearing of somebody from the opposing team say we know what y'all are gonna be doing uh, defensively. Y'all gonna be y'all give a four man rush and y'all gonna either run uh, man or cover five. And that was yeah. from offensive lineman. Yeah. No, so so Hollis, it's fascinating because when I was watching the defense, and I don't know as much as you do, you play defense in the NFL. To me, football, the team that is well coached 
and is playing for each other and trusts one another and trusts the defensive scheme is, is going to win. So when I watch these guys, did they become a step slower the second half of the season and the missed tackling and all these things? Is that because they don't believe in what they're being coached? Yeah, yeah you're exactly right. If you, as, uh, if you don't believe in it, that's kind of like, even, even though that they, they haven't been playing that long together, if you believe in the scheme, if you believe in the guy next to you, you're going to be a lot faster than they are. They're a step late on, on pretty much everything. And then when we get there, nobody's nobody's dry. It's like I didn't see all I can hear in my head when, when I see seeing all the missed tackles was all I could hear was Tom, Tommy, uh, Tom, Tom Frazier and Jim Johnson saying, run your feet, run through the tackle. Everybody's hitting and stopping their feet. And it's like if they had like 180-some yards after contact. I was like, oh god, man! It, it was it was horrible to look at, man. And it was, uh, it, it, even if you're if you're an Eagles fan, it, it probably pain, it was painstaking. But if you're, it, it was painstaking to watch. But like the other other people, other people who didn't watch the game, and like I, I was like one, two, three, four. There was a couple hundred people that told me that when the offense came out with the spread formation, they turned to the Flyers. And I was yeah. like, I don't, I don't blame you. Because it's like you you're hoping that at some point they realize that what they're doing is it's, it's not it's not not getting you victories. It's like if for six or seven weeks you do the same crap and every game, what Rangers ugly hand offensively, that damn wide receiver screen. He almost got somebody killed in the Giants game. Did you see that one? Yep. Yeah. So Hollis, so Hollis, Arius <laughs> Slay, after oh. the season ended in the locker room cleanout, said when you have Sean Desai's defense and then Matt Patricia takes over his defense, he went there. He said it's like having two wives. It's like having two marriages at the same time. How hard is that to live that way? He said one of your wives, she wants to have her feet rubbed. The other wife wants to have a back massage. Yeah. So it's completely different things. They're asking for different things. How difficult do you think that was adjustment because the defense got worse? Yes, it did, and it, you can't have two voices. Uh, that's it's like having two head coaches. Well, he, he described it perfectly. You only got two hands, so you can't rub the feet and the, and the back at the same time because they're too far apart. Or it, he should have said she want her feet rubbed and the other one want her neck rubbed or her back rubbed, and so you can't you yeah they're too far apart. Yeah, uh, you, you can't you can't have two voices. It needs to be one voice, and everybody needs to be on the same page. Uh, if they were going to do something like that, it should have been at midseason. Or, yeah, or, or and, a training and, and, camp because you 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 knew that decide you well when when I found out that decide I was on board a little bit with decide but then when I found out that he was just a co-defensive coordinator and he really didn't make the calls in Chicago I was I was kind of skeptical and it's like why would you why would you this this was my question why would you bring two first year coordinators in especially losing six defensive starters. Uh, uh, if it, uh, and, and and with young with young guys, you bring a guy who, who was not proven and has no, pe no no pedigree yet. Instead, you should have brought in somebody with some with some experience in, in defensive calling. And the fact that Kevin Bayer, you remember when Kevin Bayer and I they, they asked that they break down the the receivers. He, what? what? Hey, you, you you you. I was like, we they used to. Well, I, I don't I don't, don't want to keep saying they used to, but you. When you have a job, you 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 you, you have to do the, your best. You're the one that's going to be out there. You need to see what's happening. So you you my breakdown was maybe a little different from uh from, from what the head coach well not the head coach but what the defensive coach sees. 
and they used to ask us for our breakdown. And so I don't I don't know that 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 was kind of puzzling to me that they, they didn't already break the receivers down themselves because yeah. we always we always broke the opposing team's offensive line down. And I, I would give them what I what I, I would give uh, Tom Brazier what I see and the rest of the guys on what I see uh, all across the board. It's like because yeah. you is because like, you're in it together, and that, that's what I didn't see with these guys. I mean, they have love for each other. I was like, but on, on the field, it's a little different. Like when that, what Slay said, when you listen to two different voices, it's like you kind of you kind of just when you kind of just like keep each other, keep each other, trying to console each other. It's like, come on, dude, let's let's, let's try to get this. Let's try to get this over with. And yeah. you try to just uh, you try to weather the storm. And I saw a lot of people just trying to survive in this game, and it was uh, it was, it was real embarrassing. But it was especially in the playoffs. You get to the playoffs, you feel like it's everybody's zero and zero, and you feel like they're going to do something different. But just as I said, when they came back out of that spread formation, instead of a, a kick your and a, a kick your ass style formation. Hey, right now with Fanatic Sportsbook, when you place a $50 bet or more, you will get $200 back in fan cash. Every $1 of fan cash equals $1 for bonus bets or $1 on fanatics.com for team gear, collectibles, and more. Fanatic Sportsbook. Sign up today and they'll handle the rewards. You must be 21 years of age and present in Pennsylvania. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So so when I see the defense, I see kind of a broken defense, like the, the lack of belief. And then when I see the offense not be able to handle the blitz again, not have the answers again, I mean, to go 0 for 11 on third and fourth down, they only had 14 yards on third downs. 0 for 11 on third and fourth downs, no answers for the blitz. To me, that's got to be coaching, right? I know the yes, quarterback, he's got, he's got to identify the blitz. Jason Kelsey mm-hmm. on the line, they also, yep. so smart, they sense where the blitz is coming from. You prepare for yes. it. But to me, there weren't enough answers. Now, they missed a couple passes uh, to Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith. But to me, there weren't enough answers. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny you say that, too, because when uh, I was looking I was looking at the one of the other games, now, the NFL is a copycat league, so the things that you can't stop, because Wink Martindale and, and a, a few other teams, they you know they 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 were max blitzing us. And if you look at each time everybody's max blitzed us, everybody's like, oh well, Jalen can't read, Jalen can't read. If you stand out and watch the whole thing, none of the receivers are turning around to see what's going on. They're running their route without seeing what's going on behind them. Nobody nobody's running any side adjustment. Nobody. It's like it's like, dude, what are you? What? And then the the fact the point that uh that you just made about. Uh, we didn't we didn't make any adjustments. It's like it happened all year long, and we we didn't make any, like you said any adjustments whatsoever. That's coaching. It's like you don't have any hot reads if you don't have any any anybody doing slight adjustment. Slight adjustment is what, is what it's like. Most of the time, when you run a max blitz, the middle is always open. Everybody's route was going outside, and nobody nobody turned around to see what was happening to the quarterback. None of the receivers. I was like, and that was the one thing because I was I was looking. I was like, well, he. That was not that dumb, and I was looking, and I so I, I got the the wide view. I was like, oh okay, because when he's pump faking, he's pump faking because nobody was turned around. Everybody's back up to him. So to me, to me, like you said, you know, when you look at last year, um, coaching happens and players get better or mistakes don't happen again. So 
for all of these mistakes for seven weeks now, we have seen the mistakes on offense, not being able to handle blitz and defense, missed tackling, missed assignments, and guys kind of not knowing where they are. So are we going to see two new coordinators, and do they need to be experienced coordinators? And to take it deeper, Hollis, if Nick Sirianni is still the head coach, can they get great coordinators? Because obviously, Nick, if he doesn't get an extension, he's got, what, two years left on his contract, but – do you yeah. kind of need to be all in with Nick for him to be able to get really good coordinators? No, I think I think if I was a coordinator, because uh, a lot of times coordinators want to come and come and get a, a job, so that a job that will allow them to get uh, a head coaching job. So you figure if you come with this team is slight, not slightly, but they're ready made. You can get some experience and find somebody that that knows Jalen, but also keep uh, put keeps Jalen on point and and then. And, Wants to run the ball, and you, but you, you, you are going to see two new coordinators uh, with experience. I don't know, I don't know how much experience, but you better get somebody in there who you call and, and demands a certain thing. It's like accountability and attention to detail. It's like that. That's the main thing that um, any coordinator should have, especially defensively, attention to detail. Because as as you've seen, uh, the slightest the, the slightest mishap defensively, and they're going they're going to the house. Uh, I can't see I, I they need to. And uh just I mean the uh, thing they want to win a, t- a title. It's like you the, I mean this if you look at it, we were winning despite the uh, coordinators all the way up till we were uh all the way up till you know till till the implode. We went in spite of them. It's like so if you could do if your team could do that, I think if I'm a coordinator, if I'm an experienced coordinator, I would want to I want to come in and see if I can put my fingerprints on there, and, uh, and you know, bring a, help help try to bring a title there. I was like, because that's the one thing, the main thing that guys want to do is they want to win because with winning become becomes better, more job, a higher job, and more money. So, but I, I it's it's gonna be interesting to see how this unfolds after the meeting today because if he if he's not willing to change, I think I think he's gone. Nick, tell yeah, me and, and, and then look, you you know you know about getting to the mountaintop uh, and yeah. then trying to go back and do it again. To me, and Lane Johnson mentioned this in the locker room after the loss, he said he saw some body body language at body some language, point yes. that, that was not good, whether it's sulking um, and, and frustration. And so we saw that. And, and I'll be honest, I mean, Jalen Hurts a lot of times, well, maybe it's all we see on TV, but you see him go to the bench and you see other guys maybe talking with him, but but he doesn't seem to be – uh, of the mindset or the body language where it's like, we got this, we got this. It seems like he would kind of be on his own a little bit there. I mean, was there bad body language and bad looks coming from a lot of players? Well, it was coming from some players. But like when you look at him, he's the same all the time. And that, that's the one thing I love about him. I think a lot of people uh, have a misnomer about uh, how you're supposed to be and how you're supposed to react. But everybody's not going to react like that. Uh, and I, I, love him. I, I love him because He's, he's just like he keeps a cerebral approach to everything. I was like, you, I like you, you want your defense line, your offense line to be nuts. Now, your quarterback, he can't be nuts because he has to hone in. He's got the ball in his hand all the time and he has to, he has to, he has to focus way more than we do. All we have to do is run and hit. That he has to. <laughs> excuse, excuse me. He has you got to, fired he has up. To, yeah. No, he's got, he's got the, 
he's got to have a cerebral approach. But some of the other guys, the body language from the other guys was a, a body language of defeat. That, and I think it has more so to do with the coaching than anything. It's like you, you it's like uh, and Nick was trying. I think Nick was trying to, you know, pump him up. But you, you, the thing that I think uh, all the guys love Nick. But I think the the, uh, the rest of the coaching staff, uh, well, uh, besides uh, like Jeff Jeff Stoutland, I love love him. That's like he's. I, I don't know why they didn't make him offensive coordinator. You ever thought about that? Hmm. Stout guy. I, he's the he's, he's the running game coordinator as well. Yes, exactly. So it's like, and, and I know he's probably pissed because they only used 10, 10 or twelve of his plays. And then, and I, I, I don't know about like uh, when they put like certain people in the game, like uh, Quez, and then uh, and then uh, Game Will. I don't know if it's time to let everybody play just yet. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> Oh, man. Hollis, 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 why is it that when you look at this team, really the only players that got better or stayed the same this year were really the receivers, maybe? A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Um, And it seemed like everybody else took a step back. And, And let's face facts. I mean, a lot of it. Obviously, the defense brought the team down for the last two months of the season. Obviously, right. big time. Defense was hard. But, but, you know, turnovers on offense. Jalen Hurts had, you know, a lot more a lot turnovers yeah. on offense. I think nine or ten more interceptions. So, yeah. not handling the ball well. And maybe Jalen didn't see the field as well on well, offense. Uh, I think that had a lot to do with his, his injuries, too. But I, I'm not giving them any type of a, a outer excuse. He has to he has to clean that up real good, and up until we start the epic implo, we're talking about third downs. We were third in the league on uh, uh, yeah, you know, converting third downs. It's like after that, it's like what the hell happened? And you look at uh, defensively, I like the the defensive line. They really couldn't couldn't get off like they wanted to. There was, there was no there was no plan, and I and I, I still I still to this day when you just line up stripe to stripe, that's only going to work so many, so many times. You do that when it's nut cutting time. I was like, you line up straight to straight when it's nut cutting time. But up until then, you can't. The defensive line five against four. The five against four. The run is always going to win. That, that's why teams running. When you see the guy come to the line of scrimmage, and he starts pointing and stuff, he starts doing a little proverbial points and stuff. He's he's pointing. He's letting he's letting he's letting the offensive line know that we're finna run what we call doggy because they only have four four puppies up front and they can't stop the run. And now and our linebackers, we don't give them a. We don't give uh, if you give the linebacker back a specific things to do, it will be a lot better. Like at my, like uh, we used to be uh, trotting uh, and Corey Simon and, and the rest of the D, D, uh, D tackles. We love uh, under under Mac or swim or even Mac That's what trot hit the a gap like like a like a battering ram, and one of us hit the other a gap like a battering ram, and then we just let the chips fall where they may. If you give our linebacker something to do, it will be much better than. Allowing the, the allowing to rub double up to the linebacker, and then the the guy getting eight or nine yards, and everybody else missing tackles and stuff because they hesitate. Uh, if you're going if you're going to leave the guys up front, you should run some stunts to uh, cut up the run. As Jim would say, you have to cut up the run if you're not going to have seven or eight in the box. Yeah. So so when you see the Tampa Bay Bucks beat the Eagles, Baker Mayfield beat the Eagles, Todd Bowles beat the Eagles, and to me, a lot of it is coaching. I mean, the fact that the fact that the Eagles have more talent than the Bucs. Yeah. And to me, like we said, 
It was the same things that did in the Eagles that had been bringing them down for six to seven weeks. So, so to me, so to me, how do you, how do you build this thing back up again? Do you believe it's mostly coaching and have, have new coaching perspectives to, to coach these guys up? It's kind of like when they say you, you you know, you infuse some young blood, you you infuse new blood here. If you some people here who, who, who uh, demand command certain things that wasn't commanded at first, uh, you have you have a young you have a young bunch who, who are used to authoritative figures as far as far as like them just coming from college. So you have to infuse something like that, especially defensively. Defensively, we could be awesome. We have a bunch of athletes. We just were not using them. The, the fact that the fact that Hassan Reddick was dropping in a are you kidding me? You got the best. One of the best pass rushers known to man. And you have him chasing Saquon Barkley down the sideline? Come on, dude. That's like that's the stupidest thing this side of the Mississippi. Between that and, and then you got the kid Smith. He should be rushing the passer. He, you, it's like there's so many things that ask, ask the offensive lineman this. Will you will you present will you present guys at the front of the off of the defense in front of the offense that who are hybrid guys who can be defensive end or linebacker? It puts them on notice. They get they get confused because they don't know if is it a three four or is it a four three. What uh, how are you counting that guy? It's like and we did we did none of that. We did no creativity, no disguising of anything. We just went out there and thought that we were just supposed to win because we had to, we had the wing on the side of our elbow, defensively anyway, and offensively. I don't know what the hell. Sometimes I didn't know what the hell we were doing. I was like we lost we lost that loving feeling of running the ball down people's throat and then hitting them over the top for, for uh, with AJ Brown. Devontae Smith and, and underneath with Dallas Goddard. I was like, every time we every time we threw the ball deep, there was nothing underneath. That's like so you, you want to know what that's 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 what was wrong. We nothing underneath. If you watch uh the Indianapolis Colts with uh Sean Shane Spikin, I was like, oh man, I long for those routes. It's like one of the guys running naked by himself down the field because you run bells and whistles uh, throughout the middle, and they and they got they got uh, nosy and looked at that, and the guy was running behind them. Scott Free, he had he had Gardner Minshew looking like an All Pro. Yeah, yeah, that's all I'll say. So, so do you think that Brian Johnson was running his offense, or do you think he was running Nick Sirianni's offense? Because Nick, Nick makes sure that he wants his defense run a certain way, so he's going to bring yeah. in a coordinator that runs the defense he wants. And yeah. same thing, same thing with the offense. I think if you look at Brian Johnson's offense. It, and go back and look at Utah when he was there. That's what you got. And it didn't work then, and it didn't work now. So I mean, uh, and I don't. And the the the, uh, the most disheartening part is him watching what actually worked the last year as a quarterback coach, and then coming in and trying to do something different, knowing it didn't work, and, and it wasn't working, and then not just not. Sometimes you have to go back to basics, and what you is like you could do things the way you want to. If you want to, but if you're not having success, you need to check out what was what 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 had this team successful. And he, I don't think he did that. Actually, you know he didn't do that because we kept running wide receiver screens. Yeah, boy, it is so frustrating. Now let me ask oh, you. Okay. Huh? There was one other thing too. We had we had some of the best receivers on slant routes known to man. And how many slant routes did we really see? Well, AJ Brown. I mean, there's nobody better. Yeah. And it's like we didn't see we. It's like and then on the side of just routes, if you if they run the blitz a, a slant route through the middle instead of a nine route, 
I feel you. I feel it's, you. Hollis. It's, it's, it's frustrating. Hollis, Are as you? bad as this is, okay. the way the Eagles season ended with such promise, um, which fan base would you say should be suffering more? Who had the biggest collapse, the Cowboys or the Eagles? Cowboys. They won a division and they were on a they were on a roll. And uh even even though put it this way, they expected to win. We didn't. <laughs> yeah. 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 And they had the two seed and they were at home. <laughs> exactly. And they and, and they were undefeated at home. Yeah. So you got it. You, and you and put it this way. It was more people uh cowboyed it up than it was like uh before the game, I didn't. I heard all types of chirping. It's like y'all gonna be one and done. Y'all gonna be one and done. And in my mind, I was like, y'all probably are too, because the uh, <laughs> Green Bay is not a good draw for you guys, especially with the, with the running back number thirty three. He he he's from Texas, and every time he plays there, he uh, dominates. So, and, and they and they took advantage. See, when you see what they did uh, offensively to to the Cowboys, they ran the ball down their throat, and then. You know the guys uh, jump uh, plant rocks. You give them a couple of slant goals, and it, it, it was and they you know hit right behind them. It was like sweet. It was it was it was epic. And then that defensively, what they did it was like you wish you wish that that type of coaching was going on here. But it was an epic because they well, that was the first time in history that a number seven seed is won. You know yeah, why? Now, you, know the, yeah. you know why it's the first time in history? Because, because it's only it's, been around for two years. Yeah, exactly. So. But but here's the thing too. I mean, it's it's the first time in NFL history a team won twelve games or more three straight years and didn't make it to the conference title game. I mean, and it was all set up for them this year. They won the division. Yeah. They were at home. They had it all set up. They were averaging like forty points a game at home this year, and they blow it. Yeah, and that, you know the funny part too is flying down to when I was flying down to Chapman. It was a uh, this will this will let you know about the cowgirl fans. Uh, Flying down, there, he's like uh, the one of the guys was a cow cowgirl fan, and was like he was just talking all types of trash and talking about y'all gonna be one and done. And and I was like, dude, I, I was like, you know, it's the playoffs. This is when y'all y'all stick up the stick up the joint the work. And he was and he just was talking all types of trash because the the flight was delayed on the way down there, and um, and so he was talking trash to all the people. And then uh, as we when we got on the plane, so the, the game started while we were on the plane. And it was by the time we got the baggage claim, it was already twenty-seven to nothing. Wasn't that? Wasn't that wasn't <laughs> and he he was just like he was in a, in a hole. I was he was sad as sad as that. I was like, I told you, I told you. He's like, y'all gonna lose it. I was like, yeah, but we already know. <laughs> we have seen this so many times before, and now they're bringing back Mike McCarthy, and he's going into the final year of his contract, and it doesn't look like he's going to get an extension. So he'll probably no. go into the last year of his deal. Yeah, I mean, well. It, you you feel like they their head coach is on that roster on that on that squad and Dan Quinn, uh, you, you, he's a he's a pretty good. I know Dan Quinn because he, when he was in um in Seattle, he's a, a good, he's he's a great guy too. But he, and he's a uh, he's a bit of an innovator defensively, except for except for not having the guy the bit the guys in the middle to be able to stop the run. So it's um it'll be interesting to see how if this if they start losing at the beginning of the season, will they just let him go? Because you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like if it's if things start to implode, I can see I can see uh, Jerry just letting them go before the season's up, you know, to get get a get a head start on on the on the search. Uh, but if he wins, 
But I don't, you know, if he wins, I don't see them. If he wins, then he gets out to the first round of the playoffs again. I don't see them signing him back. Yeah, so, yeah. So, in, so, one, so. in one in one way, you can look at it as I kept my job throughout the contract, and then, but it's like now you're are you a lame duck coach? Yeah. So so let me ask you: you 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 played for the Eagles for a long time. You you've been with the team. You travel now to all the games, and you watch every Eagles game. You're an Eagle for life. Where would you rank this as far as most disappointing finishes to a season and one of the worst playoff losses we've seen after the collapse they had? Right up there with the closing of the vet. You wow. remember the closing of the vet? That's oh, like, yes. The most silent, the most silent yeah. I've ever heard a stadium. Yeah, and it's, 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 it's with, I guess, the same team. Yeah. I have to put that Oof. up there because you, yeah, yeah exactly. It's like you have to put it up there with that. And then not only that, the uh the sun shines on the dog's ass every once in a while. That's what happened with Baker Mayfield. He's good. He's good enough to every once in a while have a good game, a good good or good to great game. I was like, but the thing that, that hurts the most is we lost to Drew Locke, lost to Tyrod Taylor, and uh what's the DeVito kid? And uh who else who else we lose to? Well, I mean down the stretch, Kyler Murray. Uh, and uh, Kyler Murray, by the way, Back there in the middle of the season, Zach Wilson beat the Eagles. Exactly. You lose to those quarterbacks, and you look you look back, and it's like we should have saw it coming. I was like, but the, but when it when it started when it started going downhill, it started it started rolling real fast, and nobody could stop it. And and it, and it was it was uh we still I mean we still showed up. Uh, there was a lot of Eagles fans at the game. I know you saw it was like every one every 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 two or three uh, Bucks fans you saw you saw about two or three Eagles fans stuff. And then they were a lot of guys were just betting on the game to see it to get the points, and, and uh, you know, but it, it was it was you know, I, it was bad. It was bad. It was it, was, it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a game that I feel like we were the, as fans fully invested in because of what we seen the previous weeks. Because you've so, shown us who you who you are. Yeah. So so when you look back, the Eagles were ten and one, and they're coming off that win over the Bills, where the defense played ninety plus snaps, yeah. and boy, the defense was just completely gassed. You remember Jordan right. Davis running across the field and just like came crashing down on the sideline. Do yeah. you think, looking back, going into that Niners game uh, and the way they got dominated by the Niners, then got dominated by the Cowboys? Do you really think? I mean, did, did did this team just run out of gas? I mean, what is the explanation for the collapse? The uh, you can you can look at it two uh, uh, one or two ways. You can look at it as they ran out of gas uh, after the ninety play thing, but then that only run out of gas only lasts so long. I was like, there was times that we had like ten days ten days of rest. Uh, sooner or later, you you get your second win, and nobody said anything. We played two eighteen game seasons where. You had we went to the Super Bowl, and then right right after the Super Bowl, it's like Super Bowls in February. In March, in the middle of March, guess what starts? Offseason workout. So, but then you lose, but then you lose six players on defense. I feel like early on we were losing in spite of the uh, coaching, and uh, we won in spite of the coaching the, the previous season too. But we had we had more pieces. If you look at it, we lost Har- Hargrave, we lost uh, we lost T.J. Elvis, plus uh. Is there white? You lost uh, C.J. Gardner, Marcus Epps. It's like you you look at that, you look at all that, uh, all that, and you, you then you bring a, a first year defensive coordinator here who doesn't uh, garner the respect or 
has the uh, testable fortitude to to blitz and, and give the guy. And you you have to give the guy something to do instead of don't have him thinking out there. If you think if you think you study long, you study wrong. It's like so. It's like the game happens at a fast pace. And if you're standing there with your feet in sand or your feet in quick in, uh, in a quicksand or cement, it's gonna run. The people are gonna run by you, or they're gonna run through you, and you're gonna you know, bounce back up. But it's like, but you when you look at the look at the way things unfolded, more more so, I think it was the coaching uh, towards the end, of not the ability to 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 stop the to stop the the bleeding, so to speak. It stopped the it stopped the bleeding because we we still after that you know at what point do you stop blaming it on the uh, ninety plays? Yeah, like yeah, you, I'm just trying like to a, I'm trying to come like up we, with some reasonable explanation for there is, there is one none. of the worst collapses. It's one. It is one of the worst. That's like I was uh, the everybody kept talking about it was the worst collapse. I was like those other teams never made it to the playoffs. I was like we did make it to the playoffs, but. It's like, but after after a Super Bowl year, most of the time one one of the team, one of the teams is not getting back to the Super Bowl. Like you remember, after we went to the Super Bowl, we we got we got thrown around. We got so you you see you have the hangover because you've been playing all that time. Boy, well, it was it was an awful awful end to the season, and we not will awful. see. We yeah, we will see if um. It, 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 from this meeting with Eagles owner Jeff Laurie, if Nick Sirianni remains the Eagles head coach, uh, obviously the veterans and captains, they came out and supported him. Um, so that's what we're waiting on now. We'll see. Hopefully they will get in a defensive coordinator, a experienced defensive coordinator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Somebody respectable. Somebody is like, because if you bring somebody in the first year again, do you think the guys are really going to respect them? Or are they going to be looking at them skeptically because they just went through this? I was like, I don't know. You keep putting inexperienced people. I was like, and the only way you get experience is to, uh, you know, to get the job. I was like, but we just went through that. How about let's get some experience in there first? Yep. No, I agree. Well, I don't know. Hollis, I appreciate the time. I know, uh, boy, this is a rough week for everybody because you're just, you're just trying to, find some reason why this all happened, but uh, you're going to be doing other Philly sports trips. You're the ambassador yes. of Philly sports trips. And, yes, uh, we're doing it. It's a, as, uh, I was just going to ask you, were you, uh, you going to be down at spring training? Because we, we do spring, we will be. I was like, well, on the spring training. But now we do spring training and we're doing the, the stadium series with the Flyers. I think the Flyers are playing, oh, the Devils. The Devils, yeah. 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 Well, hey. so I'll, be, I'll be at both of those, at both of those events. And uh, we got the I know we have the uh, the the, uh, the Phillies in London, in uh, London, right? Yep. Yeah, that's going to be, be good. Be, so yes, I'll, I'll be at that as well. And uh, and uh, and the Sixers, the Sixers are winning. The only thing that 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 good came out of the playoff the playoff night was the Sixers won and the Flyers won. That's the only thing that came out. Yeah. What it will, you don't have to. It's like when I say not not so much hope because we love football, and you you love your team to be in there, and it's like. Everybody was like, "Who you rooting for now?" No damn body. Give a damn. I watch the games just because to see who wins. I don't give a damn who wins now. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I can't do that. Like my second team, I don't have a second team. No, I feel you. That means you're fighting for something else. But well, hey, leaving Tampa, I was thinking spring training, pitchers and catchers, one month away, and and yep. it's cold up here in Philly. So at least that gives you some hope and some warmth. Yes, big time. 
Big time. Hollis, thank you so much for the time, man. I'll see you down at spring training then. Yes, I'll be appreciative.